Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in the Ivy League, a look inside the ancient eight teams in the Ivy League and their upcoming games with all of the stats, trends, and analysis that you want to hear. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in the Ivy League. I am Tom Barton from TomBartonSports.com. Go check me out, TomBartonSports.com. Tom Barton Sports over on Twitter as well. Want to get in touch with me, it's TomBartonSports at gmail.com. What an Ivy League week we had. I dubbed it as a massively important week where the Harvard Crimson had to go 2-0. I dubbed this as, hey, Cornell, you know what? Keep on firing, keep on shooting, keep on scoring. Let's see if you are for real. Let's see if Princeton or Yale, uh, if Princeton's the top of the the pack, or can Yale kind of fight back into this thing? And all of those questions were kind of answered for us, maybe not in the way that we would have liked. We'll go back. We'll take a look at those. Also, we have a big week coming up. The Ivy Leagues, and another double dip. We got to love that. We did have a Monday, uh, a couple of Monday games here this week. So we get back to a regular schedule this week. And I'll tell you, you know, the Ivy Leagues are starting to get real interesting here. I have continued to talk up Cornell. I will continue to talk up Cornell. I think Princeton's right there, obviously. Uh, a couple of teams took step back this week. And it's starting to seem like, The cream is rising to the top. It's starting to seem like there is a separation in the Ivy League. So take a look. We go back to Friday. Cornell against Yale. And here was a statement game for Cornell. Not only a statement game for Cornell in terms of the win-loss, because they are at home, they needed the win here, but also a statement game because of the Yale Bulldogs supposed to be better than they were. Now, Yale's defense had let them down. They had allowed 81 to Dartmouth uh, five games before that. They allowed, uh, you know, 78 games to Brown later on. They've they've had up-and-down defensive games this year, and that's kind of what's failing them. But we needed to see, can Cornell pull out and put on the points? They absolutely did. 94-82 to in a game that really wasn't that close. Right now, you look at Cornell. And you look at what they did coming into that game. Uh, Overall, they have now won seven of their last eight games. Their only loss was to Princeton. They put up 94 on Yale, 88 on Penn, 86 on Binghamton, 91 on Colgate, 96 to Lehigh, 105 to Miami, 81 to Monmouth, 83 to, uh, uh, to St. Francis, Pennsylvania, I mean, they are putting up numbers. The Boston College, they put up 77 in a close game. Cornell is for real because their offense is for real. Look, at times, their defense can certainly let teams back into this thing. But I am telling you now, I've been talking them up. Cornell is for real. Their offense runs with everyone, and they dare people to keep up. In this game, look, Yale put up 82, and they really weren't in the game. I mean, they really weren't. So, it's not even that you have to keep up. You have to keep up at that ridiculous breakneck pace. Let's go to Saturday. Penn, Dartmouth. Penn is one of those teams that you know, we thought that they were going to be better than they were. And they lose here again, 75-71. Penn is an even 9-9, nine and 2-2 nine, two and two in Ivy League play. And they're playing like a 500 team, right? I mean, that who that is who Penn is playing like. 
a 500 team. That's exactly basically what they are. They go on little streaks at times this season. They opened up losing three in a row. Then they won four in a row. Then they will lost three in a row. Then they won three in a row. They go on these crazy streaks, and it's their defense that is letting them down. When they win against teams like Columbia, they hold them to 55 points. When they win against teams like Brown, the first meeting, they hold them to only 61. But giving up 72, 75, 88 in losses in Ivy League play, their defense lets them down. They are a 500 club. I mean, that's exactly what this team is. Princeton, I said, was going to be at the top of the chain. Last week, I told you they had a tough game against Brown. Brown is a tough team at home. And Brown beats Princeton 72-70 to in a game that Princeton put up 44 in the first half. The Brown defense shut them down to 26 points in the second half. Brown is a tough out right now. You say what you want about it, but they are. Look at their games. Look, they lost by two to Harvard. Uh, they, they beat Dartmouth, beat Princeton. They're sitting here in a good spot. And this is a Brown team that at home is playing well. Princeton's 12-5. and five. And I had a hard time saying that Princeton was the elite of the elite in this conference. They barely got by Harvard. They barely got by Cornell in a, a really well-played game by them. Now they lose to Brown. I think this conference is up for grabs. You know, Princeton opened up the door for Cornell to kind of kind of come bashing through. Harvard, I told you guys, this weekend was going to be an absolutely massive weekend for Harvard. They had to go 2-0. They had to get back into this thing. Well, they come out against Columbia. I, I it, It's funny because I looked at it from a betting perspective, and I said, you know, I kind of like Harvard minus like the 13 is kind of what I thought it was going to be. It opened up at 15 and a half, was quickly bet up to 16. Didn't matter. They win by 22 Harvard, their defense has been fantastic at times this year. Columbia is just the bottom dwellers of this conference. They win 73-51 to in an absolute blowout game for Harvard. Ledlum, who is consistently the best player on Harvard, 23 points, 10 rebounds. We go and we move on now. And we go on to Monday. I told you it was a weird schedule, right? You had some Friday games, and we had the Monday games because of the holiday. So you go back and you go, okay, I told you Harvard how to win two games. I told you that they had to. They lose at home as 10-point favorites. Their defense still played well, held Dartmouth to 60. They lose at home 60-59 to in a game that was not that close. It was not that close. Dartmouth led 34-26 at the half. They led by, you know, 8 to 10 points for most of this game. Late in the game, Harvard tried to come back, and Dartmouth kept shutting them down. The Harvard Crimson... You cannot, look, I want to keep thinking that Harvard's going to turn the corner. You can't lose games like this at all. This is no slight to Dartmouth. Played a good game, great defensive game, okay? Uh, Alita come, 14 points, 9 rebounds. I, I, this is no slight to Dartmouth. This is that Harvard's offense just goes to sleep at times. They just absolutely go to sleep at times. And if Harvard wants to be considered with the Princetons, the Yales, and, and uh, the Cornells of this conference, you can't lose at home to Dartmouth. And that's exactly what happened. I mentioned Yale. Yale had a bad game there early in the weekend. Brown had a really good spot. I talked about this last week that I didn't think the emotion of Brown, if they had a good game, was going to be able to carry over. It didn't. They barely lost another close game, another good game by Brown. Uh, Lily had 25 points. Mahoney had 20 points for Yale. They win 81-78, and Yale kind of gets back on track. Right, Harvard's got 11 wins, 2-3 and three in the Ivies. 
Yale's got 12 wins, two and three in the Ivies. Brown falls to two and three in the Ivies. They go back, and they are a 500 team. I mean, that's what this team is. Princeton has the bounce back we expected. They go 13 and five overall, four and one in the Ivies, 72-60 over Penn. This is a must-win game. Look, it was on the road, obviously. Um, that's a tough spot, but it was a must, must, must win for them. I, it, it just, you, you can't go out there and in the Ivy Leagues expect to stumble like that and not bounce back, and they did. But the class of the Ivy Leagues at 14-4, and 4-1 four, four and one in the Ivies, going in and destroying Columbia. This is a game that I was in Atlantic City this weekend for the divisional games. I pounded Cornell. I told everybody that would listen to Cornell against Columbia. The line was was about 12, 11 and a half or 12. I got it at 11 and a half, but it was 12. Uh, this game wasn't even, even close. 102 Cornell put up against 85 against uh, Columbia, and they, they just allowed them back into this thing. They really did. I mean, there was a most of this game. Cornell was up by like 20 points late. There was no doubt about this. Uh, absolutely fantastic effort. And it was a whole team effort. I mean, Gray with 13 points led the way with Columbia uh, for Cornell. They put up 102. I'm telling you guys, this offense is absolutely electric and it plays. I continue to keep saying that, yeah, the Ivy League is going to be close at the top, but Cornell just continues to sit back and keep putting up offense that these teams just can't fight. They, they can't go up and down and continue to keep racing on them. It, it just, it, it cannot happen. So when you turn around and you look at this, yeah, Cornell is the absolute class of this conference right now, but Princeton's still close. Harvard could get it together. Yale could get it together. Uh, I mentioned this weekend, Saturday afternoon, Cornell goes to Cambridge. What a clash of styles here. Cornell and that offense, that explosive, ridiculous offense against Harvard, and that slow it down, drain it out kind of defense. Look, Cornell has now put up 200 and oh, about 200, 196 points in the last two games, guys. 196 points in the last two games. They are averaging 94 points per game over the last three wins. They're averaging over 90 points per game over their last seven wins. 90 points per game average. Well, they go to Cambridge. Harvard just lost one to Dartmouth. Like I said, they're trying to claw back into this thing. Look at Harvard's defense. 60 points in a loss to, to Dartmouth. 51 Columbia. 58 in a loss to Yale. 68 in a win to, to Brown. 70 to Prince. No, nobody's scoring on them. I, I mean, even Kansas. Even Kansas. In Kansas. Only put up 68. So this is a complete contrast of style. I expect Columbia, I'm sorry, I expect uh, Cornell to be able to have some success, not like they did against Columbia. I expect Cornell to be the favorites here. I expect the total to be pretty large, but Harvard has the ability to get back into, look, a win here from Harvard brings them to three and three, brings Cornell down to four and two, brings Harvard within one game of them with the amazing season Cornell has had and the Harvard season that has generally been a disappointment up until this point, all of it can be changed with a win there. Huge game in Cambridge. I still think Cornell's the class of the conference, but the Harvard style could be something that match up really well here. Yale takes on Penn. Yale trying to kind of get to the three and three as well. Penn, three, two and three. They're looking at, at three and three. So this is a good battle. 
Yale Penn coin flip type of game. I think Yale at home gets the benefit. Obviously, Penn seems like that 500 team to me. Drop one, lose one, get back there. 500. I mean, they seem like that team. Yale seems like they're better than what we've seen. We'll see if that comes to fruition. Brown Columbia. I like Brown at home. I and, and I just I'm just going anti-Columbia at this point. Um, but I like Brown at home. I like what Brown is doing. I like what Brown does on their campus. And you look at what Columbia has done. I mean, they give up 102 against Cornell, and then they scored 51 against Harvard, 55 against Penn, 49 against Princeton. Their one win was against Yale. They only put up 62 in that game. So you want to slow this thing down. I know Cornell kind of raised the pace. You want to slow this thing down. I expect a slower pace game here, but Columbia is going to lose the game. Princeton, Dartmouth. This is a good game if Princeton takes it lightly, but I think Princeton bounces back in this spot. I think that this is one of those spots where Princeton kind of takes out their frustration, and, and that's the thing with the Ivy Leagues, and I talk about it all the time. You can say about it about any college uh, that is out there, but especially in the Ivy Leagues, you've got to be able to bounce back quickly. You've got to be able to bounce back and bounce back very quickly um, to kind of get back into rhythm. You can have those bad games against a conference opponent. It happens, but you got to be able to bounce back, and that's Princeton this week. Go to Monday. we got a game, Penn against Hartford. Penn on the road. Hartford's a dreadfully awful team. They should win that game. But, look, it is a road game. It is an out-of-conference road game, so crazy things certainly can happen in that spot. Uh, that's going to be it for the week. Look, we don't have anything else uh, this week. It's a short card. It's not a Friday, Saturday, back-to-back -back that I usually do enjoy. It's not going to be that. But it is important games. That Harvard-Cornell game could prove to be huge. Harvard could force their pace. That is a pace game. That is the game of the week. That's what I'm going to be concentrating on. All right, guys, enjoy the week. Enjoy everything that the Ivy Leagues will offer. It's getting real exciting and really good. Have a good week, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.